Good morning. Can we first uh, just pray for Sister Ruth? She took a fall this morning and apparently broke her ankle. So, Father, we send your Holy Spirit to her, to comfort her, to heal her joints right now where she is in the ear. Touch her. Let her know that we stand with her. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, I've got some teepee here, and we're auctioning this. The starting bid is $1,000. So, can I have... So, when this started to happen this week, I said, God, what is going on? A virus comes, but people are buying teepee. And the Lord said to me, people manifest what's in their heart. And there's a lot of us that are full of bull honky. It's devastating to see the delusion of mankind. It's devastating to see how deluded we are. The beautiful thing about this whole deal, I think there's a fantastic message and I think there's a fantastic opportunity in this thing. I was thinking while we were in worship, can you imagine if they quarantined us here for the next 14 days? Can you think about the upper room? Because <laughs> we have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we got. And what we can do is we can use money eventually because bottom line's money is going to be valueless. So get your coins, your bills out, and you can use that. So we're not going to have food, so we're going to be okay. We're going to live in the presence of the Lord. Anyway, opportunities come. I just want to put that there as a reminder to show you how stupid we really are as people. See, earlier this year I came and I spoke about 2020. The vision will be clear vision, a pure vision, a clear vision. And the reason why I spoke that is because you cannot have a clear vision unless you get rid of the distractions. And isn't it fantastic and amazing right now, right now, that a powerful country and a powerful world that has so much in it can be stopped by something that is unseen. You can't even see it in the natural eye. You have to use an atomic microscope to see it. You can't even see it with a normal microscope. And it looks like a flower. And I, I, I have a sense that there's a, there's a message in that from God. And I want you to hear my heart, okay? I'm here today to, to confront you as well to comfort you. We got distracted in our culture because we think we're the greatest. And you know, God resists the proud. And we've become a prideful people. And He's taken everything away from us that we depend on. Business, money, economics, food, TP. Jobs, sports, athletes. I mean, come on, all the sports stuff is shut down. Everything we depend on is shut down. What is the Lord trying to say to us through this process? He's trying to say, it's time for a reset. See, America missed the reset of 9-11 because we politicized it. This thing started off as a hoax. Well, it's not a hoax, believe me, people. It's a microscopic organism. It's not a hoax. 
I don't care what you believe. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. I don't care black, white, gray, green, gay, LBGTQ, PQ, XYZ. I don't care. This thing, as small as it is, has stopped an economic giant. And I think to myself about Ezekiel's dry bones. What brought that great valley full of dead bones to its knees? Could it have been a virus? Could it have been something that was unseen? But probably there could have been soldiers, could have been an army. What, what kind of devastating weapon could have been used to kill and to put that whole valley full of dead bones? Think about it. But I have good news for you today. You okay? All right, Matthew, the book of Matthew. For those of you who don't know about Genesis, Exodus, Matthew. Not necessarily in that order. Matthew 24. Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one mislead you. I think as a culture we've really been misled. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. We've depended on government, we've depended on organizations to be our deliverer, right? To, they, come, they basically come as, well, we'll protect you, defend you, and take care of you. But they don't have the power to. In other words, they're coming as another Christ. And will mislead many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened. Say with me, frightened. See, the media plays to the fears of the people. So we become frightened because of the representation of what's going on. For these things must take place. Wow. These things must take place. i tell you why. Because God's going to have His way. And He will use whatever. And look, I'm not saying God did this, but I'm just saying there's microorganisms in the earth that will release themselves in a specific time because it says it here. Right? But that is not yet the end. So we're going to obviously see some more releasing of some more microorganisms. You know, I was in the grocery store the other day. It was, a, it was Market Street, in the, um, no, Whole Foods. And there was a lady outside smoking a cigarette. And she put the cigarette and she walked in. And the first thing she did, she walked up to a table with punnets of strawberries. And she picked up five or six different boxes. And I stood there and I thought to myself, Really? So I went over to her and said, do you know that you just put out a cigarette outside and you come in here and you touch this that other people need to purchase? So I want to encourage you to take them all, purchase them all. Because you didn't clean your hands. See, we have lost our hygienic, our hygienic ability. You look at people the way they carry on. You, you look at us, and these are just basic principles of life. We've lost... I've, I, you go many times in the airport, in the toilets, and guys go to the toilet and they walk right out. And you think to yourself, dude, seriously? And this is the, the basic, down to the basic human level. We've become so deprived that we forgot what it is to pay attention to the environment. You've heard me say this before. We've become distracted and we've lost the ability to pay attention to our environment. We're not aware of what's going on around about us. Because we're so caught up with our own self-importance and with what we believe and what we think. 
and they're going to try and politicize this whole thing and make it a whole political thing because we're in a, an election year. But do not be deceived because they will come to you as another Christ and say that they will deliver you and they will protect you. But they cannot protect you. A microorganism that you cannot see with a natural eye has stopped the greatest economy on earth. Think about it. But the beautiful thing is, there's something much more beautiful than the microorganism, but I'll get to it in a minute. Are you guys okay? You will hear rumors of wars, rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for these things must take place, but this is not the end. For the nation will rise against nation, we're seeing that. Kingdom against kingdom, we know that the kingdom of, of the world is rising up against the kingdom of heaven. We know that, we see it every day, right? And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. All these things are merely the beginning of the birth pains of time. They will deliver you to tribulation. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to avoid tribulation. Well, anyway, that's red words. So, and, and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. I sense we've entered into that time and space. So my encouragement to you today as a church, don't be afraid, don't be fearful, because if, if you live, it's glory, and if you die, yeah, it's glory. So we have to become bold in faith. So I love the fact that God wasn't surprised by this. There's another organism that is unseen to the human eye. <laughs> it's called faith. It's not seen. Faith is the assurance of things. You cannot even see faith on a microscope. You can see a virus on a microscope, but you cannot see faith. The only way you see faith is when it demonstrates itself. And we're supposed to be a kingdom of faith, right? We're supposed to be those filled with faith, right? Some of you are not sure. Well, I don't really know. I'm afraid of what's going on. I don't care what's going on in the nation. Why? It's because I've learned to live in God's economy. I've learned to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. So the bottom line is we have faith. We have the word. We have the kingdom. And yes, it's not going to stop what's going on in the world. But what it's going to, we're going to be the light of the world. We're going to be a demonstration to the world of what the real truth is. They're going to look at you and say, how is it possible that you can live with this virus going on and you're afraid to meet in a church setting? Because we're not moved by what we see. We're moved by what we know and by who we are. And who He said we are. We are moved by this thing called faith. There's another beautiful component. You've got to get into the book of Hebrews and start reading about faith. It's the assurance of things hoped for. The evidence of things unseen. You can't measure faith, but faith has a measurement. It demonstrates itself in what you believe and what you trust in and what you have faith in, and it will manifest itself, and you'll be able to see the measurement of your faith by what you trust and believe for. And I'm not talking money. I'm talking about you and your family being able to overcome what's going on in the world. You see, here's the thing. The beautiful thing about this virus is it's given us the opportunity to pause, reset. 
the way we've been doing things obviously has not worked. It's an opportunity and time for us as the saints of the Most High to come into the new millennium of understanding, to do things differently. We can't just do church as normal. Every Sunday go to church, get a word of the Lord and go home and live your life as normal. We have to become doers of the word. We have to come function in the word. We start living the word, walk the word, live the word, drink the word, eat the word. That's what we have to become. This thing has been an opportunity for us as the saints of the Most High to change our behavior, change what we do, make a decision to say, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I manage my health decently. I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to go and stand down at the trough and take the spoons that other people use and eat at the trough. I'm going to make sure that the food I eat is good. I'm going to make sure that my family is good. I'm going to make sure that I'm listening to what God wants because the bottom line is we, we ask God to heal us, but we continue in our bad behavior. That's not faith. And faith is not if you're Baptist or Catholic. That's not faith. That's, that's religion. I'm talking about faith, trust, belief, relationship with God in a way that you've never walked before. When you can't see your next day's provision, but when you get there, it's there. I love this lifestyle of faith. It's scary, but it's so gratifying. Because you know why? His Spirit is in you, and that's another thing that cannot be detected on an atomic microscope is the Holy Spirit. What does he say? You want to hear what he says? Yeah. I love this man. You see, we've been affected today by unseen things. Right? Uh, 14 verse 16. John 14 verse 16. I will ask the Father and he'll give you the helper. You've heard me mention it before. That he may be with you forever. Here there's a, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not what? See him. You know why the world is lost on this thing? Because they cannot see the Holy Spirit. They cannot understand him because the, he's not in them. And this is what he says. He says, it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he abides with you and in you. So another unseen component in this world besides faith is the Holy Spirit that's in you. Now, microscopic organisms, viruses, bacteria can all be detected. But the Holy Spirit can only be detected if He manifests Himself through you. Because the world cannot see Him. But you know Him. He resides in you. And if you're going to cower yourself and hide yourself in your house, the world's not going to see Him. And they're not going to know Him. And you're going to fail at your mission. But if you let him come out, if you let him manifest himself out of you, let him be seen through you. Listen, we're a prophetic generation, a holy nation, a nation of priests and kings. Kings don't hide. We manifest what's in us, the unseen things. Why do you think the world is battling? Because there's no wisdom in the world. Even the politicians are confused. Why are they confused? It's because the bottom line is they do not have the Spirit in them. I know, I've been around them. I am amazed at the, at the stupidity of some of these people that we call our leaders. I don't call them my leaders, I call them my representatives because they don't lead me. I'm led by the Spirit. 
They represent me, but I'm not happy with what they represent. Why? And I'm not being political. It's because they can't see. The world is waiting to see the manifestation of the sons of God. What, how do you think we're going to manifest unless there's pandemics in the world? How do you think the church is going to come out of the four walls and be the church? Oh, oh, the reason why we're not is because most of the church doesn't even believe in the Holy Spirit. And they relegate him to the back room or, you know, we, well, that's emotion. Thank God the Holy Spirit's emotional. You know why? I was damaged in my emotions. But when he came into my life, he restored and healed my emotions so I can be in my right mind. Listen, this is not the end. It's just a, it's just a, a time, hey, reset button. Because look, we're going to get more. The word says there's more. There'll be more. Don't, and, and here's the thing. This virus doesn't have prejudice. Only old white people. <laughs> Who came up with that stupid idea? <laughs> a virus is an equal opportunity offender. Well, you know, you're 60 and you sort of, you know, you didn't watch out. Dude, I don't receive that. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ. You know, it doesn't just go on white people or black people or Asians or it's from Asians or it's from this. Hey, listen, this thing's been living. It's in the world. And whether it's weaponized or not, it's immaterial. How are you going to deal with your faith? The unseen realm in you. There was an evangelist years and years ago. He was in South Africa. John G. Lake. And there was a pandemic that came out. And he walked in and they said, oh, you can't go in there. You're going to get the disease. He said, he took the saliva from a man's mouth that had the disease. And, he, and it died. Uh, that's faith. <laughs> it's like, well, don't touch a guy. I mean, it's like, like we, we are so scared as Christians. Don't go near a gay person because you may catch it. How about you manifest the Holy Spirit in you to them? How about you manifest what's inside of you to a dying world that is looking for answers to this thing? How about you rise up in your most holy faith so that you can see clearly and you can speak clearly without any indecision? You have wisdom of God that resides in you because you have the Holy Spirit in you. This all comes because men have been handed over to their own stupidity. God says in His Word, when they deny Christ, they'll be handed over to their own ideologies and thoughts and processes. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to rule worlds and nations with fallen humanity. Because that's what we are, fallen humanity. So what we have to do is we have to lie to people, we have to coerce people, and we have to try and tell people, oh, those things don't exist anymore. Let me tell you, God's cleaning the church. This thing, it's been sent for a mission and a reason. And I'm not saying God sent it. It's in the earth. There are many more bacteria in the earth that have the ability to kill man. I mean, there's things like C. diff. There's things, so many different components, so many different diseases. In the earth. And you know the funny thing is, the more we use bleach, the more diseases we can have. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. I was doing a research study with a friend of mine on a component that cleans. And what it does, it takes the ATP, the living cell out of the disease, and uses it to kill the disease. 
This product is called um, Vital Oxide. And we went to the hospitals during the Ebola virus where they were spraying the hospitals down with bleach and ultraviolet rays and they could not kill the bacteria. And we said, we don't want to sell this to you. We want to just give this to you so you can kill that bacteria. Well, they said, well, we can't take it because the bleach companies give us a kickback. It's all about money. So we said, well, that, we don't care. So we went in and we sprayed and guess what? Bacteria died. There's technologies and things in you people that, that need to come forth in this day and age. They need to come forth so that the world can be preserved and the world can know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Greater things shall you do because I go and be with the Father. Where are the greatest things? We're all cowering in the spoon. We're afraid we're going to die. We're all running off to teepee. What are they using in the old days? Leaves. Straw. I don't know. David, don't get offended and walk away now, man. <coughs> so what I'm saying to you is, people, listen. <clears throat> yeah, the virus might be unseen eye, but listen, you have something more powerful than the virus inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit. Plus you have the Spirit of Faith. You have all you need. And you have a tongue, don't you? Everyone has a tongue, right? And you have a mouth. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes with the God. Don't come in agreement with the world. Come in agreement with this. The Word of God. Start declaring the Word. Isaiah 41, we declared early on. We speak about no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Right? You know there's going to be more wars, there's going to be more pestilence, there's going to be more things happening. You know it. It's, it the Word says it. Don't be surprised. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? It's a good opportunity for you to start exercising faith and start living in the kingdom. Start doing things differently. I sit next to um, the used to be CEO of Blockbuster um, back in the 90s on the plane business class. We're flying from LA to New York. And so he was talking to me and he was saying to me, hey, have you heard of this thing called Netflix? I said, yeah, I, I said, I've heard about it. He said, yeah, they're a streaming company. He said, I don't think they'll last six months. I said, well, I think you should buy them. They're for sale. What do they want, five million? Psh, buy it. He said, no, I'm not going to waste my money on them. They're going to be gone in six months. Guess what? He was gone in six months. <laughs> see how stupid men are? You see how stupid people are? Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to be rude. But come on, man, really. I was surprised this morning that there were only ladies that got up here and started praying prophesy. Where are the men? Where are the men? You men out here, well, I'm too much to pray in public, you know. Listen, man, we need to rise up as men of faith. We are the sons of God. Not daughters of God, sons of God. God is not worried about gender. We're not black, nor white, born, nor free, Jew, nor Greek. We're a new creation in Christ. God is not worried about gender. That wall has been destroyed, but men have rebuilt it. The problem is today the church blocks out 50% of the body of Christ because the, they, they believe, well, a woman shouldn't prophesy. A woman shouldn't speak. But yet the men aren't speaking. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just, we're family, right? 
This is a conversation. You know, my heart breaks for our children. My heart breaks for what stupidity has come across our nation that we're going to leave our children with billions of dollars of debt. I was on a plane a little while ago and there was a young girl, she was 18 years old, sitting next to me. And I kept, I slept, I kept quiet. And just before the plane landed, she says, so what do you do? I said, I'm a minister. She says, so what do you think is going on in the world? I said, craziness. She said, what, what is my future? She said, I look at what our leaders are doing and I see us in such debt, desperate debt. I see our environment's falling to pieces. Our economy is all about money. Our education is expensive. What are we, what, what are we going to do? As young people, I said, I have a solution for you. She said, what? I said, give your life to Jesus. She looked at me and said, really? I said, yeah. I said, he said he'll make a way for you where there is no way. He'll walk you through the desert. He will make the desert bloom like a rose in your life. He will pour out his spirit upon you. He will give you drink where there is no drink. He will give you bread of heaven. He will feed you where there's no food. So don't focus on the economy. Focus on heavenly economy. We pray, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. There is no virus in heaven. There's no bacteria in heaven. There's no national teeth crying, weeping and sobbing. There's no male nor female in heaven. Uh oh She said, well, how do I do that? I said, well, do you want to meet him? She said, yes. I said, all right, let's pray. Took her hand, I prayed for her. Now they did the Lord on the plane. Now there was a Bubba sitting next to her on the other side. For the three-hour flight, he'd been talking to her about, well, he sounded like a guitar to me, so I couldn't understand. I don't even know what they talked about. But in a space of 10 minutes, I answered a question and I led it to the Lord. When we got off the plane, she stand outside. She said, would you mind if I just gave you a hug? And I gave her a hug. I said, don't worry about your future. Your future's in Christ. Get to know Him. See, the world is waiting for the light to come through the broken vessel of light. Because you are broken vessels. You are burnt living stones built upon the chief cornerstone. You are burnt living stones. Listen, there's present for us to overcome and defeat the world. The Bible says don't be as the world. You're just passing through the world. We need to be kingdom because we're seated with Christ. We need to be kingdom. We need to be in the heavenlies taking care of things, speaking revelation, bringing forth provisions in supernatural ways. I love meeting with business people. They have so business-minded that they can't see beyond business. They can't see clearly what their next step needs to be. Why? It's because business has taught them, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. <laughs> and so they don't move out of that. Now sit there with a the guy and say, hey, listen, have you thought of this? Oh, no. How, how would that work? Very easy. Well, what do I have to do? You have to change the way you think. Well, how am I going to do that? It's a process. It may take a year or three, but I can help you. Why? 
because I know who I am. And number two, I know who's in me. And I know I don't have the education to match him in education. I'm going to talk to doctors and physicists. And I have no education in that department. And all I do is I close my eyes and say, Holy Spirit, just give me wisdom. Just give me wisdom. And you know what? It's a funny thing. That when I open my mouth, stuff comes out and I think to myself, whoa. I need to record that. Why? It's because it's not me. It's Him through me. You want solutions to your problem? Get out of the natural. Get into the supernatural. We're called, we're created to be supernatural. We're created to be emotional beings. There are so many people today suffering with depression. This whole thing going on right now, people are depressed because they're cloistered. <coughs> Perfect opportunity to sleep. Hey, listen. Sorry, I'm, I'm just going to get personal, okay? So calamity comes, Congress meets and makes a stimulus package. Suddenly they can pay you, they can give you benefits and medical benefits. Suddenly they can pour out all the stuff on you. Huh, suddenly. A calamity came and they can suddenly do it. Whereas before they said, we can't give them a pay increase. Oh, you, but you can do it in calamity. Well, then bring more calamity. Can you, no, no, please, no, I'm not being polite. Stupid. Can you see what is happening to us? We've been lulled into a place of stupidity. If they can do it now, why can't they do it all the time? Well, we don't want to bless the people. They need to work. Yeah, but we need to work wise, not hard. We need to change the way we do things. You need to sit around your business or whatever it is and ask, God, give me another plan because this is not working. You know, I was talking to a businessman the other day. He said, well, he said, I'm, I'm very successful and I'm, you know, I'm making a lot of money, right? I don't want to change anything. I said, you don't change, you're going to die. What do you mean? I said, do you know how many times I've had to restart my life? Twelve times. Well, how do you cope? Well, change nations. Go from where you're secure and where you used to live to come to a nation where you don't know anybody and you have no resources. How do you do that? on your knees praying begging God to show you the way because if you don't do that you're going to end up losing out because let me tell you the world is changing the economies are changing the days of Kmarts and Walmarts and all those marts is going away we're going into an economic system that you have to have you're going to have to have the ability to buy with marks on your hands or on your forehead. We, we're there. You can't... You go bank cash at a bank? They want your driver's license. Well, when did that come in? Well, we don't want people who are selling drugs to bank money. Oh, how did that happen? Can you see what I'm saying? We're in the system, people. And the only way we're going to survive is to get out of the system start getting to the kingdom. Look, I know, I know this is a, a pandemic. I know this is a problem. It's not a hoax. This is a worldwide problem. Nations are shut down right now. Man, what an opportunity for the kingdom to start working. What an opportunity for you to go into Walmart or wherever, H-E-B, Kmart, Piggly Wiggly, whatever they call these places, and start talking to people. 
See, me confronting that, labor, that lady with the strawberry, I said to her, you need to start thinking about your environment. What is that? That's a word of knowledge. See, she was totally blinded to her behavior. See, the, the devil has blinded us. Hello? Because we get so used to doing things a certain way, it becomes rote. It's built into our creative subconscious mind. But the only way you can change is the Holy Spirit shines a light on you to bring change. Then start saying, God, what do I need to do to change my life? What do I need to do to change the way I do things? The key is we've become creatures of a habit. So this, this virus is, there's a benefit to it. The benefit is pause, reset. Look at what God has for you. Forget about what they say. I don't have TV. I've been telling you for months, we're distracted. Basketball, college basketball, right? Then basketball, baseball, football, Christmas, Turkey, Thanksgiving, back again. And we just live in the cycled life. And sometimes in there we fit God in, maybe on a Sunday when we can make it. We fit God in because, you know, we have to say, go say hello to God every now and then to stay in His good graces. But I'm calling the church today to get into the unseen realm. The realm that's even much deeper than the viral realm or the virus realm. Get into the kingdom realm where the kingdom of God is hidden in you and manifests in you. Where the spirit of God resides in you and lives in you and walks with you and talks to you and reveals to you and leads and directs your path. And he said he will never leave you or forsake you ever. Ask him to come in. Ask him to fill you to overflow you. Ask Him to give you wisdom and revelation. Ask Him to help you build your faith. Pray in the Spirit so you may build your holy faith. Because let me tell you, it's going to take faith. I can imagine Stephen, when they were stoning him to death, what did he see? I see the Lord high and lifted up. And His train filled the temple. You guys don't know what's coming. You need to get into faith. You need to get into the Spirit. Because let me tell you, there's going to come a time. I'm not worried about them coming to take my guns. I'm worried about them coming to take us. It's coming. They're doing it in China. Killing people by the millions. From telescopes in the sky, they see mass graves of people. Murdered. Yeah? Do you think it's not coming? you think that this land of the free is going to last? Every kingdom on this earth is going to fall. Isaiah says it. As God hewed a rock out the mountain without human hands and rolled down and destroyed the image and crushed it to powder, every kingdom will have to fall for the Antichrist to come. And it's happening. It's happening. Our liberties are eroding. Our things are changing. Our education has been more reduced so because uneducated people can't fight back. Our food source has been changed, changed so that sick people can't fight back. Come on, I've been there. I've been in there when they've had those meetings. Holy Spirit lets me hear things that other people don't hear because the Holy Spirit will lead you into places that you'll hear things and you'll say to myself, oh my God, I need to warn the body of Christ. That's why there's prophets in the body. Most of the prophets today are impacted politically and they speak politically. I'm not speaking politically, I'm speaking of kingdom. Get the Holy Spirit in you. Get filled with faith. Start doing things you would never have dreamt of doing. Well, it's my money. 
No, it's not your money. It's a gift from God. Start working with Him. If you need more, give more. I'm not trying to coerce you. I'm not trying to deceive you. It's a principle. It's called reciprocity. Or the law of agriculture. Or the law of sowing and reaping. As a man sows, so shall he reap. I've taught my girls. I've got three daughters. Taught them from a young age to sow. And I look at their lives. And yes, they've gone through issues and they've had problems. They've had battles. But I'm amazed how quickly God restores and recovers them from calamity. <coughs> oh, don't, don't run away. I just coughed. Sorry. <laughs> and you know what? My, my daughter got a text back there. She said, Dad, I've never sown any money into your life ever. She said, I want to give you my tithe. <laughs> it broke, <laughs> broke my heart. I said, I don't want your money. She said, Daddy, you need to understand. What you put into my life, what you sow into me, I'm obligated to give you my tithe. And I just broke. I said, God, I can't believe it. I said, receive it as a gift. It's a gift that she loves you. And it's a gift that she appreciates everything you've done for her. And you take it and you, you rejoice. It broke my heart. Because to me it's not about money. It's about my children, my grandchildren having a destiny in the future. And this country has given me an inheritance. It's given me a destiny that I wouldn't have had back home. I'm grateful for everything that this nation has done for me. I'm not against this nation. I'm for the kingdom. I want to see the kingdom manifest in the streets. I want to see you go out there and do your thing. I've just finished building a prophetic online school called the Prophetic Academy. It's taken me seven months to build this thing so people could learn how to prophesy. I've just put it online. It's available online. I'm building some more. I'm doing some more. I'm doing things differently. You know why? I can't get to many churches. There's probably, if I go to church every weekend, there's probably 52 churches. But if I put something online where it's viral, where people can get it anywhere in the world, I'm expanding my capacity. Because I believe it's time for us to do things differently. It's time for us to utilize what's available to us to get the gospel out. And if that means a blog, a podcast, if that means a video, if that means something, we need to utilize that to get the message out. Because there's a lot of people that need to hear what you have. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I'm prophesying to you now. Well, I don't have anything to say. If you've come out a broken lifestyle, and you've been damaged by the world, and God has redeemed you, you have something to say. And you have, you have power and authority in your message. Because why? Because you've overcome the world and the enemy in that specific area. I don't care if it's divorce, if it's alcoholism, if it's drugs, if it's rape. I don't care what it is. But you have a message. We are, we are ambassadors of Christ. We carry within us this powerful kingdom that has redeemed us from the curse of the law and brought us into the liberty of Christ Jesus. And we can walk in power and authority, not shamed by what the past was, but walking in boldness and integrity saying, God, it is time for me to speak the word. The, the church may close their doors, but let me tell you, they can't close the doors to the streets. They can't close the doors to business. They can't close the doors to airplanes. When you're in an airplane, most people in airplanes are afraid. 
You can take the message to school. They can shut down praying schools. They can't stop you from praying the Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, we don't want you to pray. That's fine. Shandara Basandara. What's he talking? Oh, he just speaks all those foreign languages. <laughs> can you see what I'm saying, people? You're the heart cry of a prophet. I did not call myself this. This is what God's called me. I've paid a price for this thing. I have been rejected, despised. I've gone through warfare to get where I am today. But I'm still as convinced the day that Jesus fell on me, I'm still convinced that the only way to live is in the kingdom. There is no other way. You need to start praying. You need to start pressing and interceding. Stop asking people to pray for you. Get on your knees and start praying. Start asking God, God, am I your son? Show me. Lead me. Guide me. I'm not trying to be funny with you, but I just, I just, my heart is breaking at the condition of the nation. And people are so afraid they want to hide under rocks. And this isn't even the beginning. There's more. Nation will fight against nation. Yeah, wait till that starts happening. Brother against brother. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, I've seen it. But I want to encourage you, go home today and rededicate your heart and give it to God. God, I don't know what my future holds, but I know what I'm in now is not it. I give my heart to you, my life to you. Take me to what you're blessing. See, most people want to pray that I'm blessed. No, I'm going to pray that God takes you to what he's blessing. Because that's where you will live. Jesus was walked into the wilderness and tested by the enemy and that was a great blessing for him because why he was able to overcome the desert experience with the word you will overcome because of the word that resides in you get the word in you don't worry about the TP generation they're all spending millions of dollars buying TP and they're going to be stuck with it I'm sad you know as long as his newspapers were good. <laughs> so I just want to just encourage you. I don't mean to offend you. But I want to, I want to call you into a deeper walk with him. If this virus is anything, it is a blessing to us to get our stuff together. A wake up. There's so much opportunity now. When the world is lost and doesn't know what to do, so many people are asking the question, where do I go? Well, how am I going to save my family? Yeah, you're not going to save it, but I can lead you to someone who will save it. That young girl on the plane, she had no... She didn't come and say, well, I'm Catholic. She didn't say that. She was in tears. She was saying, how am I going to live? I said, I'll tell you exactly how you're going to live. Like I live, by faith. Yeah, let me pray with you. And let me tell you, something happened to that girl. Wait for me outside the plane, give me a hug, and say thank you so much. I don't even know her name. That wasn't even like a Nintendo thing, it was just a last minute thing. Just she'd been speaking to the guy on the other side. I'd been sleeping. But when she asked the question, I had the answer. Bubba on the other side obviously didn't have the answer. But I had the answer. I gave her the kingdom. People, you have the kingdom. You're not here today because you need Jesus. You're here today because you want to be filled with Jesus so you can go out and impact the world.
So I pray that you would hear. I pray that you would get rid of your low self-esteem and low self-image. That you would just, just go and lay that at the foot of the cross. I pray that you would just get rid of the rejection and the despising and the unforgiveness and all these things that have held you back from entering into the fullness of the life of God. That you would just go and lay them at the cross. So you know what God today, you and I do business. I'm putting this stuff down. I'm laying it down at the cross. It's not my burden to carry. If people don't like me, well, guess what? Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you, in Jesus' name, do business with God. Get the Spirit inside of you. Well, I don't believe. Well, repent and believe. It's simple. So, Holy Spirit, come on the hearts of the saints today. Thank you for the TP generation. They've shown us that there's something lacking. And we know, Lord, what's lacking is you. You are lacking in our culture. You're lacking in our nation. You're lacking in our churches, Lord. I'm praying that revival would come. Father, it will burn like a fire. Father, I'm praying today that you will manifest yourself supernaturally. Like you're revealing yourself to Muslims in nations that are locked down, that you would walk in the churches and you would confront your people and you'd show them the nail-pierced hands and the, and the cut in your side where the church was birthed from. They would see the birth canal of the Spirit and they would come into the alignment with what the Spirit is doing today. Holy Spirit, thank you that we walk in a preservation anointing. No weapon formed against us, whether it be microscopic, or demonic will prosper. I pray as these people walk through these doors today and they go out of the street that they go out full of power, faith, and in their right minds. Thank you, Jesus, that you came that we may have life and more abundantly and that we may live in the fullness of the Spirit. Not afraid. Like Stephen did. When they stoned him, he still saw your presence, God. The last thing we want to see, God, before we leave this earth is we want to see your presence. Your train needs to fill the temple. Your presence needs to fill the body of Christ. Father, we need to be an overcoming, conquering nation of saints who together would raise in one voice a hallelujah. Because we know, Father, that we have the most powerful component on earth and we have the kingdom. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.